Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. So you got yourself a toxic person, huh? Believe me, I've been there too, my friend. Freaking Hurricane Ashley blowing through my life and completely ruining it. But God, she was sexy and I just had to get the sex, bro. I just had to get the sex. So I let her manipulate me in the 10 ways that I'm going to talk about today. Or in my case, Volcano Ira, my best friend since I was a kid who was an absolute sociopath, the most toxic person I've ever met in my life used the shit out of me through years and years and through his charisma and through his manipulation, he was able to do that until I figured out, wait a second, why am I letting this guy walk all over me? And as you're listening, you're probably like, yeah, I've had somebody like that in my life too. And oftentimes it happens with women, doesn't it? It's like this dysfunctional attraction that we have to women who are highly toxic. And for some reason, they're also highly sexy. Have you noticed that? Well, one of the reasons we get attracted to these people is because their dysfunction and our dysfunction actually mimics that of our mother or our father. So let's say, for example, your mom was really aloof, didn't give you a lot of love, or which has happened with a lot of clients that I've been getting lately, the mom preferred their sibling over them. Like they were the firstborn and then the secondborn came and suddenly it's like they didn't even exist. Well, what happens is they get attracted to people but particularly women physically attracted, emotionally attracted, and sexually attracted to women who emulate that same aloofness, that same kind of dysfunction. And they think subconsciously that if they could just get this person to love them the way their mom never did, then they can kind of rectify that dysfunctional relationship that they have with their mom. So oftentimes when we're attracted to these kinds of people, we have to understand that a lot of it is our fault. Because once you get healthy, here's the solution, bro. You'll fucking nix these pukes. You'll get rid of them. You'll never talk to them again. If you really respect yourself, then you demand that other people respect you and you'll just get rid of them. It's like not even a question. Why do I even need to repeat for you the 10 characteristics of highly toxic people? If you're being abused, you know on some level you're being abused. So get rid of the fucking person. Yes, even if it's your wife, If she is disrespecting you and is a toxic individual, divorce her, break up with her, get rid of that roommate, that friend, that business partner who is constantly stabbing you in the back because you don't have enough self-respect to stand up for yourself. The time has come to stand up for yourself. Get rid of these pukes because all they're going to do is drag you down. We're going to go over 10 qualities of highly toxic people so that If you still have the blinders on and you don't know that this person is toxic, hopefully this will help you identify it. The first thing they do is they lie, not only to you, but specifically to others. And this is what I look for when I first meet anybody is to see if they're a liar. So if she's on a first date with me and she's talking about how she had to lie to her boss in order to get off early so she could come on this date or she lied to her mom, she lied to her roommate, she lied to her best friend, major red flag. In fact, for me, If I pick up on any lying behavior whatsoever, she's out like sauerkraut. She's off like a prom dress. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, you fucking sea bass. You're all done. Number two is they use you, ask you for favors, set up situations where you have to do things for them that's to their benefit, and they don't really give you any kind of reciprocation. This happened often with my childhood best friend who turns out to be a sociopath Unfortunately, right now he's homeless and addicted to drugs, but this dude 
used to use the shit out of me. And it was always kind of like, bro, I'll do it for you, man. I'd do anything for you. I'm just in a bad situation right now. So can you do this for me? And they always have that really good manipulative kind of reason to reason you into doing favors for them. And oftentimes these people are really good salesmen. And I'm not saying in any way whatsoever that salesmen are manipulators or highly toxic people or sociopaths. I'm just saying that they're really good salesmen because they don't really give a shit about the prospect. They just give a shit about the sale and they'll fucking say anything to get that sale. So look out for that, that they will use you. Number three is they always need rescuing. In my case, Hurricane Ashley, as I have nicknamed her, a few years ago, I dated this chick that was so unbelievably banging. Like, brother, she had the exact body type that I like. Like, if I could just have God come down and say, here you are, brother, this is your exact type. I have made everything exactly as you want it, which will sexually arouse you in every way down to her freaking toe. She is so goddamn attractive. And a lot of you guys are laughing right now because you've had that too. This chick, Hurricane Ashley, was that chick. So goddamn banging. And because I had a dysfunction where I felt that my mom didn't give me enough love after my father died and I felt neglected, this chick with her using toxic behavior just had me wrapped around her finger, bro. But the sex was so good. And a lot of you guys, again, listening are like, yeah, man, I can relate to that. This chick would always need rescuing, always drama, always shit going down. Can you pick me up from the nightclub? Oh, this person did this to me. This person did that to me. Like just drama times a thousand. And I was always like Captain Save-A-Ho. I would pick her up. I would go rescue her. I was like, oh, I got you. And like, I was a pretty good pickup artist at that time. I knew how this shit worked, but because she had me so wrapped up emotionally, I just do the shit, even though kind of logically... I knew that it was stupid. The emotional mind, as I spoke about two weeks ago, the second mind of women, and yes, the second mind of men was controlling me to where I would do all this shit. And eventually I woke up and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, look at what you teach all your clients. Like, get rid of this fucking chick. Yeah, she's a 10. She is literally a goddamn goddess walking this earth whose footprints in the ground you worship because she's so goddamn hot and so goddamn sexy, but it's not worth it. So I nixed the chick, got myself some help on that exact dysfunction that I identified by getting sprung on this girl, and it never happened again, and I was able to date healthy and able to identify those things that people who always need rescuing, major red flag. All right, number four is their motives are always about them. So just pay attention to who is this benefiting? Are they trying to give to me or take from me? Bro, toxic people are the ultimate takers. Takers, takers, takers. And that's why I don't like takers, man. I really don't like takers. And unfortunately, a lot of people are takers in this society, but I've tried to become mostly a giver because I found that when you give a lot, you get back in return. Unless, of course, you're given to a toxic person who won't give you anything in return. Number five, as I alluded to earlier, it's always drama, drama after drama after fucking drama. And yes, even if you have a guy friend, it's always like something going wrong, needs some kind of rescuing, needs to borrow money from you because XYZ went wrong, manipulating you to go drive them to some place to do some XYZ thing, like some kind of drug deal underneath a goddamn pier. Like I've been in all these situations with highly toxic people. If it's always drama, 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 nix these pukes, man, get rid of them. Number six is talk shit about others. 
when you reach a certain level of consciousness, which I'm actually going to do a podcast about in the coming weeks, you don't talk shit about others. And people who are toxic are constantly like trying to bring other people down because they're fundamentally insecure. And when you're fundamentally insecure, you want to bring other people down to make yourself feel better. So anytime someone tries to bring you down, like consider that shit a compliment and know that this person is nothing but peanut butter and jealous. Because if they're trying to bring you down, that means that's how they feel. So anytime I get like haters emailing me, leaving me bad reviews, I literally feel sorry for these people because I know their life sucks. And that's the way you need to look at it, that if they're trying to bring you down, if you have a girl you're dating who's like ripping on you or a friend who just like constantly insults you, it's because they feel that way too. So in a way, when you get to a higher level, which again, I'm going to talk about in a few weeks, you get to a point where you can have compassion for these people because they really are suffering. Number seven is they're super charming to you. Like they'll charm you up, make you feel amazing. Like Ashley, bro, Hurricane Ashley, she could charm the pants off of me, man. This girl was just so unbelievably charming. And yeah, she got whatever she wanted in life. Like she was a model. She got all these modeling gigs. She was like famous on Instagram. Like this chick was banging, but super fucking toxic because she charmed people. And then like in a split second, she become really mean. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? You're like, who the fuck is this person? They were just the most sweetest person making me feel really good. And then it's just absolute coldness and really, really mean to you. And that actually gets us kind of sprung because it's that hot cold, that push-pull as I actually teach in my program where half the time you're kind of pulling the person into you, being really charming, being super likable, just having a good time. And then the other half the time they're like pushing you away and you don't know what you did wrong. And it fucks with your psychology and it makes you want that person more, which is why I've broken it out and teach it in a way that is healthy. It's not toxic, but teach it in a way where like she can't completely get a grip on you. You're kind of pushing, you're kind of pulling, you're kind of hot, you're kind of cold, you're mysterious. That dynamic is extremely attractive because it keeps you off balance. And this is one of the qualities of highly toxic people who, by the way, are oftentimes really, really good at seducing the opposite sex. And that's number nine. They're oftentimes really good seductresses. They're oftentimes really good pickup artists. Like my buddy from childhood, who was a sociopath, who now unfortunately is homeless and addicted to drugs. The best girl magnet I've ever seen. And a lot of the frame control stuff that I teach you guys, I actually learned from him just by observing him. Unfortunately, he is a sociopath. He does have a lot of dysfunctional things about him. And he's also extremely toxic. But dude, this guy could get laid whenever he wanted to. I had to train to become as good as he is, but he was just born that way. And it's out of these dysfunctions that oftentimes it's really attractive to the opposite sex because A of all, as I explained previously, the dysfunction is something that the person's parents had that they're attracted to. But it's also that like hot, cold, push, pull, and also not giving a shit. Like I talked about in last week's episode, being willing to just drop a chick at the flip of a switch, he was willing to do that. Like he did not literally care about them in any way whatsoever. And because of that, it emulated attractive qualities that I'm trying to teach to you guys, but I'm teaching you to do it from a healthy perspective, not a dysfunctional one. So on that note, number nine, they are completely apathetic to your feelings. They literally do not give a shit 
they may pretend they do, but when it all boils down, when you see the total picture, you're like, dude, this dude never fucking cared about me in any way whatsoever. Was just using me, lying to me, talking shit to me, like manipulating me with his charms and then taking it away. Or a woman who just wanted rescuing, who just wanted you to take care of her. Captain Savaho. Never be Captain Savaho. Never be that white knight. If she starts acting up, if she starts doing this drama shit, needing rescuing all the time, and always being apathetic to your feelings, drop that puke immediately. And number 10, they accuse you of being the toxic one, right? A lot of you guys are nodding your heads right now and being like, dude, that's absolutely right. How is it that I gave so much to this person? How is it that I was always there for them, did so much to them, even gave them money at times, and I was somehow the asshole? How the hell did they twist that shit and mindfuck me to the way where they actually convinced me that I was the toxic one? Well, that's what sociopaths do. That's what highly toxic people do. So if any people do any of these things to you, get rid of them. Again, I don't care if they're your business partner, they're your freaking wife, they're your husband for women listening. It doesn't matter. Get rid of these people. Nature abhors a vacuum. And the reason I say that is because when you get rid of somebody, somebody else will come in to fill that gap. This is not a stagnant universe. Change is inevitable. And anytime you get rid of something, something else comes in. And when you are at the consciousness level through your development to attract a person into your life who is not toxic, when you get rid of a toxic person, a healthier person will come into your life. And boys, if you're highly sprung on a woman who has dysfunctions, that's because your dysfunctions match her dysfunctions. So what's the common denominator here? You. And you need to work on yourself in order to no longer be attracted to these pukes. Because I'll tell you what, anybody comes into my life who has any of these qualities, they are done. Goodbye. And yes, I meet them all the damn time. Especially because I'm in the nightclub scene, I'm in the bar scene, I go out with a lot of hot girls, and unfortunately... Hot girls are usually younger and younger people often have this toxic dysfunction. It's usually not until people grow up to a certain level and reach a certain level of maturity that they can ascend past this. So oftentimes you do get toxic people who are in their early 20s, you know, who are often really attractive, who have a lot of power and who don't have the maturity yet to be able to deal with that power. Yes, it's like the old Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility and oftentimes with hot chicks especially, or dudes who are really good with women, they don't know how to become respectful with that power. And unfortunately, they become toxic. So look out for these signs, boys. I hope this podcast has helped you. And again, man, nix these pukes. They have no right to be in your life. They're just dragging you down. And you want to get to the next level and be unapologetic about it and say, hey, sorry, bro, I can't ride on this program anymore. We're going to have to go ahead and part ways. It is what it is. I hope you get better. I hope things work out for you. And finally, my last statement in this podcast is this. People can always evolve past these toxic tendencies, so don't just write off the person completely. My best friend from childhood, as I talked about, he's homeless, addicted to drugs, absolute sociopath, the most toxic person I ever met in my life next to Hurricane Ashley. I still have hope for the dude. And when he calls me and he says, hey, brother, I'm so sorry about everything I did to you. I'm so sorry I took that 13 grand from you, let you buy me a truck and pawned it off to a lawyer. When I passed out at a stop sign on GHB, got arrested and gave the truck to a lawyer to pay for it. I'm sorry I lied to you, made you move from Hawaii to California to come live with me, to rescue me after I was in prison. 
all the shit that this guy did to me. And yes, as I'm saying this, I'm like, yo, this requires its own podcast episode. All the shit the guy did to me, I forgive him because I'm not going to walk around with that weight on my shoulders that he put there. I forgive him and I actually have compassion for him and I pray for him on a daily basis because I love him. And if he's listening, I love you, bro. And I will always love him. I'll always be open to it. But right now, I know he's still lost. So I've nixed him. He's not in my life at all. We don't talk at all. But one day, if he goes through like AA, gets his shit together and wakes up, then I will take him back into my life because people can change. And people can be trusted once they've evolved to a certain level of consciousness where they understand that trust is the way to get what you want from life. If he evolves to that, he can come back into my life. And I kind of want to say that at the end, boys, because it's easy to nix people and just write them off and say, oh, that person's toxic. They're a piece of shit. I hope they die. But remember, people can change. Change is the one constant in life. And people will eventually evolve out of whatever dysfunction they have. Yes, even being a toxic, sociopathic liar, compulsive liar, they can't evolve past that. I'm sure a lot of you listening were assholes too. You were probably toxic at one point as I was, and we have evolved past it, haven't we? So other people can do the same. So have compassion and have hope that people can change. All right, gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. As you may know, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, and I'd really appreciate a review. If you find this podcast helpful, please give me a five-star review with some writing behind it. Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com, and I will send you four, that's right, four different programs. The Conversation Sniper, Guide to the Female Orgasm, How to Tell if a Woman is Lying to You, and Three Texts to Build Massive Attraction in Women. Impress your friends baffle your enemies. I do appreciate you listening, gentlemen, and I will see you in the next episode.